This episode brought to you by BRE Promotions. Whether you're just starting out or evolving your brand, BRE Promotions offers you expertly crafted disruptions that'll take you to the next level. BRE Promotions, we make your business shine. Visit us at brepromotions.com to schedule your free consultation. Ron and Brian from inside the Goblin Universe. They keep me up all night. The Stuff of Nightmares. You're listening to Inside the Goblin Universe. Hello again, folks, and welcome to another edition of Inside the Goblin Universe. I am one of your hosts. My name is Ronald Murphy. And I am the other host, Brian Bowden. Welcome to the broadcast program. We've got a good one tonight. We have a great one tonight. And actually, it's with the uh, the She-Squatchers. And I would like our listeners to guess which ones are the She-Squatchers and which ones are the radio hosts. (laughs) (laughs) Always being a wise guy. I I, I got a chance to meet these ladies. Um, in um, beautiful Frankfort, Kentucky uh, last year at the CryptidCon and uh, they were so charming that I said we must get these ladies on the show as soon as humanly possible and folks, here they are as soon as humanly possible Yep, welcome to the broadcast Thank you for having us This is Jenna, by the way Hi, everybody Oh yes, uh, let's go around. Let's go around yep. and talk, introduce yourselves to the uh, to the listening public. You know what? Not only introduce yourselves, but give a little bio if you can. This way, they can know yeah. exactly what you do for the group. All right, I'm Jen Cruz. I'm the leader of the She Squatchers, and we started the team in 2015 with our all female Bigfoot experiment to see if if women have a little edge on the woods uh, over the guys. Uh, which we got inspired by Lauren Coleman, cryptozoologist. He's got the Bigfoot Museum in Maine. And I was doing a radio interview with Lauren uh, when this whole idea came across that he thought that the success in finding Bigfoot would be to send women into the woods without men, dogs, or guns. And he had lots of reasons why he thought that would be a good idea. Uh, Primarily because, you know... uh, Women have such a good rapport with the great apes like Jane Goodall and the chimpanzees. And also when they see a Bigfoot sighting, it's never a family unit of Bigfoots by the road. It's always just a younger male. And so he figured they were out doing things they shouldn't be usually doing. And they would naturally be attracted to coming in closer to check (laughs) out some ladies in the woods who didn't have anything threatening there with them, like men, dogs, or guns. So... At first, I, I jokingly volunteered, like, hey there, big boy, I can do that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was just joking. But by the end of the interview, I seriously, seriously volunteered to, to give this a try. So that's how we started in 2015. Um, and it's, it, we've had different people come and go from the team. Jenna, Jenna joined right after uh, the very first expedition. And she's, she's both of these ladies have been my longtime friends and I'm so happy that they're on the team with me. So I'll let that, I'm, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a psychic medium and a remote viewer. Uh, so we're not just women in the woods looking for Bigfoot. We're psychic women in the woods looking for Bigfoot. And so we're, we're using those extra assets to, to our advantage and looking for Bigfoot because we think that helps us. And, 
you know, we've been having quite a bit of success with that. So I'll let my fellow teammates introduce themselves. Jenna. Well, actually, oh, hold on a second. Before you move on, I, w- I want to let you know that I was at a conference with Lauren Coleman up in uh, Sault Ste. Marie, up in Michigan, uh, over the summer. I think it was in August. And he actually, we were talking about you guys up there, and he said if anybody has a chance of actually proving the existence of a heretofore unknown great ape, it will be you folks. This wow. True, true story. True story. That is I was, crazy. I love Lauren. I was on the great cryptid <laughs> panel with he with uh, Lauren Coleman um, uh, and um, and uh, Linda Godfrey and myself, and we had actually brought you guys up. I did not know that. Thank you. Yes, no, yes, yes. That, that is so exciting. Yeah, that's yeah. like a major. Oh yeah, major compliment. Shout out, Lauren. So you you all say that you have some sort of psychic ability. Is that correct? Nope. Well, okay, we, perfect. We, we can so go let, around the round on table and then we can yes, discuss how that plays a part in your investigations. Okay. Um, my name is Jenna. I, Like Jen said, I joined the team after the first expedition. I was so excited. Actually, Jen hadn't even told me anything about this uh, Bigfoot team. She had started until after the first ex- expedi- expedi- What is that wrong expedition. with my mouth? Expedition. <laughs> Expedition. Expedition. Let's call it. No, I'm kidding. I, I'm just like that. So anyway, um, I started after the first expedition, and I was so glad that I started. I was so excited because I thought, first of all, there's going to be camaraderie. There is going to be um, exercise. And the big one is we may be part of finding something that has not been proven yet. And that's what excited me the most is, wow. Because, I mean, we're all out there looking for the truth, right? But I'll, I'll, I'll continue saying things about myself. Um, What I do is I I, uh, communicate with spirit. I do everything from helping crossover to getting messages from spirit to prophecy. It just, it, it all depends. It comes to me. I don't use the word psychic with myself. I actually use the word, um, receiver of information and that's how I like to interpret it for myself because that's what happens is I just happen to receive information when it's needed and when I'm around certain people or around certain places and I use that information to help it's always for the greater good and so that's what I do and thank you very much Tammy (laughs) okay it's hard to follow up that act. Uh-huh. <laughs> Expedition. Expedition. Okay. Hi, I'm Tammy Trigel, and I am actually the newest member of the She Squatchers. Jen and I have been friends for many years and have done different projects together. Um, and when she approached me with this, I was really looking for some adventure in my life. And I love adventure. I love to explore. I love to find new things. So this was right up my alley. Um, I am actually an animal communicator. I'm a psychic medium. Um, I can see auras, which definitely helps in hunting for Bigfoot because you can't hide your aura, even if you hide your body. Um I have a lot of gifts. I work with spirit. I work with entities. I do a lot of cleansings and banishings at people's homes. They call me up and have me come in and cleanse and seal their properties and close portals. So I've definitely been in the field of the spirit dimensions for a long time. But this Bigfoot adventure has been one of the most fun and most grand adventures of all of the adventures that I've had so far. I 
just love it. That's awesome. This is it, it, yeah, this, this is fantastic. it's fantastic because every one of you has it seems some kind of abilities or more than one or two abilities, and I know how big that is and what it plays when you're doing an investigation. Um, one of the things, and I don't normally talk about it, is I am a remote viewer. Um, and I also, apparently, well, it depends on who you talk to. If I talk to a, a brother of mine who was friends with Ingo Swan, and I tell him what I do, he goes, you're a remote viewer. If I talk to the psychic from our group who's in Arkansas, she goes, no, no, you got the same gift to me. You, you're, you're psychic. I don't care what it is. Um, I know that when you start using it, you develop it, and you start working with it. And I've known something's been up for a long time before I even was told officially, because um, I used to play games on a bus. You know, like someone would sit way in front and like, turn around, turn around, turn around. Um, so I know exactly how it is, and I'm going to do the same thing um, with uh, Ron, but uh, let you ladies shine. But I think it's very important to, to actually do that, and that's one of the things I was going to question you on. So how, how is this remote viewing played a part in the success of the group? That, that, that's a great question, Brian, and I'll tell you what, I, I want to ask you, let's follow up on that so when we go around. Also, uh, apart from the remote viewing, and, and somebody had said about they, they communicate with entities as well, what is the impression that you're getting from Bigfoot? To piggyback upon that question that Brian asked, ah, what are perfect. you getting? What, what, what are you sensing that this thing might be? Which question first? Whatever you'd like Both to Both at the exact same time. Yes. <laughs> okay. well, they, they That's how we hand, do it around here. You know, it kind of oh. goes hand in hand. So if you want to start with one, and it, it's going to mingle into the other. I know it will. Okay. So with the remote viewing, um, I'm, I'm doing something that I call geographic remote viewing. I've always been obsessed with maps. And when Google Earth came out, um, I couldn't get enough of that. So when Lauren gave us the idea to go looking for Bigfoot, I took it a step further and thought, hmm, I've been remote viewing for paranormal investigation teams for a few years before that. And I'm very, very accurate. Uh, they'd give me a GPS coordinates or the address to a home that was haunted that they were going to go look at. And I could, by looking at satellite imagery or Google Earth, I could see what was going on in those locations. Uh, likewise, I, I figured I could probably scan the woods uh, that way, asking where Bigfoot was or Bigfoot evidence that we could collect. So that's one of the things that we're using remote viewing for. And it's been fun because uh, the very first time we that I, I really did that and lo locked down a, s a specific spot that was showing up with, with Bigfoot evidence that we could collect. Um, Jenna didn't really believe in, in remote viewing and she never <laughs> said that, but I could tell. And <laughs> well, no, I have to pop in here. I believed in Jen. I didn't necessarily believe in remote viewing. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Yeah. But I could tell that she was not gung ho. Cause here's me just raging to get out into the woods to that spot because I know how accurate my readings are for that. And I saw this whole area light up as Bigfoot evidence that we could collect, which was extremely exciting. And as I'm standing there waiting for her to get ready, uh, to get her things ready, I was th there was two spots that showed up. One was showing me an area with an aggressive male uh, that I felt kind of scared of. And on the other side, you know, about 100 feet away from where we were was the Bigfoot evidence that... Uh, that was lighting up and so I first started looking towards the aggressive male area and uh, it's funny because something started throwing rocks down at me and Jenna was getting her stuff ready and I was yep. like okay 
Uh, and our other teammate, Nikki, was along and she was looking to the other way where I had said the Bigfoot evidence was. And uh, she's like, oh, I think I see something back there. And it was so funny because I'm like, well, duh, don't go towards the aggressive male. Go to where the Bigfoot evidence is. <laughs> duh. Exactly. <laughs> I went around the other side and I started looking into the woods that way. And I started to see things moving back there. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I started to walk and like, Jenna, come on, Jenna, come on. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And she's, you know, doing her thing and talking to Nikki. I'm like now, and I'm walking towards it. I was kind of scared because that's not what I wanted to do by myself, but I wanted to catch whatever was back there before it got away. And, um, and so I got, a, I got kind of rude with her a little bit. And I feel bad for that. But, you know, I could tell she wasn't really believing in the remote viewing. She wasn't really grabbing the concept that there was something right there right now. Learning curve, <laughs> learning curve, learning <laughs> curve. Always, it always seems to be – I, I second-guess my, my ability as well. Um, you see something – someone asks you – it usually comes from someone asking me for help. And I'll go and do it. Although uh, now that I do it now – um, I kind of got upset. One of our group was uh, Al went into the uh, woods where we have our Sasquatch, and he brought a couple people there. And he texted me. I saw I remote viewed the area. I saw where they were being observed from, and who the people were there, and where to look, and in the direction to go to. And then he came back with something like, um, "They're thinking of a color. What color is it?" And I got like, I I don't normally get upset, but I was like, I'm not a freaking carnival show. But it was the minute I read it. I already knew what color it was, and then I stopped and I started really focusing on it, and then I realized that there's two separate people, there two separate groups. So I said, the one group is thinking of green, and I told them which, what color of the green it is, and another group has a little bit of a yellow thing going on there, more of a yellow green, and everybody was bowled over by it because those people didn't believe it either. So it was nice. kind of interesting. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I feel, I, I feel a little jealous because I have zero abilities. Oh, I bet you do. You just don't know you have them. Yes, you just you have do. to unlock them. You yeah. Them. How does somebody that just turned 50 years old able to do that? <laughs> well, Talk actually, to Jen. It's, <laughs> it's a brain thing. If you understand psychic, psychic medium, intuitives, all these things are not actually a magical thing. They really aren't. It's really a science if you understand the brain. Because the brain works at 400 billion bytes per second, but the average human is only consciously aware of 2,000 bytes per second of their conscious awareness. So that's almost nothing. Almost nothing. Because uh, 2,000 bytes out of 400 billion bytes per second is almost nothing. It doesn't even show up on a pie chart. I've tried to make one. Um, it's too small of a number. So you're aware of all these psychic things in your subconscious awareness. You just have to learn how to become aware of those things consciously. And that's See, all that yep. is. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point because as a writer, as I write about the uh, paranormal, I like to look at the idea of the collective unconscious, you know, and how Carl Jung had, had kind of um, delineated why we have these kind of archetypes in our lives. And I think that that does have something to do with, with our psychic brotherhood. You know, we all are from the same source and we all kind of go back to that source. You know, everything that has kind of come to us as who we are as human beings stems from that very, you know, distant past that we all shared. So I guess I, I guess I do understand what you're talking about. And like, you know, I've been in this field for such a long period of time. I know emphatically that these gifts do exist because I've seen them working, you know, so many times. 
Um, so I guess in a way that whenever other researchers are out there and we experience something called intuition, I guess that's kind of a psychic ability too. Would you say that? It is. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. That, that, well, that pit in your yeah. stomach, Ron, or that, that, you know, the uneasiness, that's part of your psychic ability coming through. It's just, it, it, you yeah, use or it. Yeah, or it's because I had breakfast at Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it very well could be on yeah. that end of it. Well, you know, and I, I tend to bring up this question, and I don't think Jen likes it, but sometimes, you know, when we get the information, like I was telling, well, one day I happened to go into Walmart, and as I was driving into Walmart, I had this vision of an accident, and it was just like a quick, it's going to happen. And so I thought, dang it, I'm going to park on the op, like a complete end of the whole place. I had to go in to get something specific from Walmart. And everything was fine. I thought, all right, now I'm going home, started driving down uh, this one way, thinking no one's going to drive this other way. It's I'm in the clear. It didn't happen. And all of a sudden, of course, somebody drives <laughs> down the wrong way and, and kind of clips the mirror. And I'm like, dang it. So after that happened, I called Jen and, and it really, it, it doesn't freak me out every time it happens. It, it just, it makes me think, wow, every time it happens. But I, I called Jen and I said, okay, Jen, I have to understand. I just don't understand. Did I get the vision to stop it from happening? Or did I get the vision to tell me that it was going to happen and just get prepared for it? And she said, you know what? If I would have gotten the vision, I wouldn't have gone to Walmart. And I thought, wow, <laughs> that really is so that's true. true. But, yep. you know, and that's my big question. So... Well, you know, I mean, again, when you're going in the field and, and Jen, you're, you're screaming, no, come now. <laughs> and you're like, you know, because I've been there, like, I'm trying to get my pack ready. You know, we're going out, you know, we just saged everything. We said our prayers, we wiped light around us, protecting us. I mean, like, it's just, sometimes you second guess that. We always play with our psychic all the time anyhow. She loves us. She's like a sister to, to both me and Al, and we always test her. And she's like, damn it, you're testing us again, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, of course, because we got to get everybody on the right page. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? Sometimes you're not prepared for the, you know, you, yeah, you're going to the investigation, but have you ever had those moments when you're just not prepared? You're just like, you're kind of, I, I don't want to say like phoning it in, but sometimes you can phone it in and then something happens. Well, sometimes it almost feels empty, like, nothing's there at all and you're like what happened is something turned off <laughs> am i the only one <laughs> yeah. but how does that how does the 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 use of this getting back to ron's question how does it with the other entities take place like where is that connection and when do you get those entities is it before or middle after are you talking about bigfoot entities at this point well i mean ron were you mentioning like elementals or yeah Right, right. An overlap of everything because I, I kind of see the paranormal as kind of interconnected, that there's a gray area in all of it, no matter what we're talking about, what other, whatever kind of cryptid or phenomenon we're talking about. I see that there is this interconnectivity to it in some way. So whenever you are dealing with this from a psychic perspective, what comes through to you? What impressions do you get from Bigfoot? or from the area itself in which a Bigfoot inhabits? And have you ever experienced this in relation to something else, like a haunting or an extraterrestrial event or anything like that? I'll answer the question on, on as far as what I feel personally. Um, every time we come into some kind of contact or we get around what we think is Bigfoot-related and it 
turns out to be something important, I get this overwhelming, excited, crazy feeling in my body. It's like something has taken the energy and it, they, it pumped it up all the way up to the top of my head. And every time that happens, it's just like, oh my gosh, I can feel that it's near. But I think Jen has much more of a feeling. She's actually tuned in to Bigfoot's. Well, I'll let you talk, Jen. Well, okay. There's an example of this. Like our very first expedition, I we were going out during the day looking for areas that we would return to after the sunset. And uh, I identified an area that had a unique energy feel to it. And when I say that, I don't, don't you know, I, I imagine what other people think that must be. But for me, it is a full body physical sensation, an energy frequency that I feel throughout my entire body. It's like a vibration that runs throughout a wave. Uh, and this was a different energy that I had felt than I had felt before. And my focus was on finding Bigfoot. So I assumed then that because that was my focus, that this was actually identifying an area where Bigfoot was. So I, I wanted to return to that area after dark. Now, we didn't find anything there during the day that would lead us to believe that Bigfoot was there, uh, where a few miles down the road, we found some footprints. Uh, so, you know, my teammates at the time thought that was like the exciting area that we needed to return to at night. But I was excited to return to the area where the energy felt different and unique to me. Now, when we went back to that area after dark, there was no light whatsoever. It was completely pitch pitch dark outside and you couldn't see anything. Uh, and immediately upon getting out of the car with a thermal camera, there is a, a body temperature of red and yellow standing out in front of the car, uh, <laughs> a humanoid shape. And it wasn't until hindsight later that I, you know, I realized, you know, when my teammates, when I looked at my teammates through that thermal camera, they didn't look red and yellow all the way around like that because they were wearing clothing. This wasn't right. wearing clothing. <laughs> There's a large naked something right in front of us. But, you know, I had never played with a thermal camera like that before. So I, I didn't even recognize that at the time. And it was much later that I that realization hit me that, you know, that wasn't even wearing clothing. Um, but I, <laughs> when I saw it, I thought it was one of my teammates out in front of the car. That's what I thought at first. And I kept saying, who's in front of the car? Who's in front of the car? And nobody was reacting and answering my question because nobody was in front of the car. Uh, so, I mean, that was upon getting out of the car at that location. And, you know, we had rocks thrown at us there when we tried to enter the woods right there because uh, we were still on the road. <laughs> uh, and, and, and then we had uh, something coming towards us in the woods. You could hear it walking this uh, bipedal two feet moving through the woods, snapping these big sticks. Oh, yeah. And it caught, we caught it on our video, the sound of it, but we couldn't, couldn't see anything in the dark there. Uh, with any of our equipment, we had night vision, we had thermal vision, you know, we couldn't see what was coming at us. But the next day when we returned, I took pictures of that area and, and I, I sent you pictures of that in messenger earlier, earlier tonight. Uh, so you can have a look that it, it looks very unique in that particular spot where the sounds were coming from. So um, I can't remember what the question was because I've gone off on a well, tangent. So well, I apologize. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it around to the question. So it's it's your ability to sense pretty much when you're there at the area when, when you know where you're going to go back to. Now that you saw this uh, bipedal cryptid creature or something in front of you on the thermal, um, Tammy, you're the, you're the auras as well? Um yeah, 
So uh, when you're doing the auras, how does, I mean, can you pick up that aura without the thermal that's on there? Oh, I think you might be muted, Tammy. We can't hear you. Just, just unmute. Yep, there you go. Unmute it. I am so excited to hear when Tammy starts seeing these auras and what she sees. And I really hope that her volume works because she is amazing at what she does and what she sees. And we haven't heard from her tonight. No, Jen and I tend to talk. Jen is such a talker. She talks all the time. I no. know, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see why she's boss. This happens all the time. It's <laughs> Skype and it's the, you know, uh, we don't have a satellite up. Did we have a, uh, uh, did we launch a satellite yet, Ron? <laughs> no, we have not launched a satellite because we've yet to make $50. Right. Yes. Well, you know, maybe, maybe we'll make <laughs> it soon. If Tammy, if you have to go off, you can come right back in. To, you just hit, hit the group and just hit join and you'll come back in. Tell um, me, we need you back here. We The aura thing is a fascinating aspect of this because of all the researchers that I've spoken with, nobody has ever talked about aura reading of anything of this nature. So, oh, Tammy has left the building, it just nope, says. She, she will come back in in a moment. You know, I'll, I'll just send her uh, an invite she, again. Yeah. But mm -hmm. sure. you can just join in. Tammy, I'll send yeah. an invite. That's right, that's right. Like I said, I am so excited about um, getting out there this summer and actually this spring. I'm going to be back into Fargo, North Dakota in April. So I think we're going to be going out as soon as I get there. Right, Jen? You betcha. Oh, Jenna yeah. is a winter Texan. She goes out. Um, she a winter out. Texan. Yeah. <laughs> Thus the brown uh, tan skin. Oh, I love, right, right, love right. the sun. Love the well, sun. I will tell you, one of my favorite places in the world is Minnesota. I love Minnesota. And I, I uh, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Whenever Fargo came out, uh, my I was in college at the time, so my brother and I made a special trip to um, Brainerd, Minnesota. Wow. You know, we found out that nothing was filmed there and all this good stuff. <laughs> but I, I fell in love with the people and I fell in love with the landscape. So I want an excuse uh, to go out to Minnesota again. Can you make it happen? Can you? Do you got the money, honey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, just like every other Skype I have with women. Uh, I'm, so, sure, I'm <laughs> sure. Boy, you are busy, mister. <laughs> no, I would love to get out there sometime in the summertime. And I bet I can convince Brian to come along as well. Um, and I would like to, uh, wouldn't it be kind of cool to do a show oh, in God. the woods? Oh, oh yeah. I think it'd be great. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The sh yeah. Inside the Goblin Universe presents uh, an inside with the she squatchers. The she squatchers, absolutely, absolutely. Do you have uh, merch yet? Do you have anything that we can buy? Do you have anything that says she squatchers? Jenna, oh, this is what happens with video can't people. Hear you. <laughs> no, Jenna, we, we can't. can't hear we you. can't hear. I'm just trying to figure out. Gotcha. I there was on go. mute. I have this issue with pushing mute, so if I go, <clears throat> you can't hear it. <laughs> well, you know what happens? You get you when you when you're using Skype, you, and you're using a headset like we're all using headset. The headset has a separate type of mute button, and you may just br all you gotta do is brush up against it. And you have no clue that you're you know you're doing it. This 
actually I'm using my finger on a mouse because my headset doesn't work like that. So oh, okay. it's just my problem. It's user error. But anyway, you were asking <laughs> about the merchandise. We we do have some pretty cool stuff and it has she squatchers. <clears throat> it's she squatchers um, t-shirts. We've got sweatshirts and we've got some tank tops. We're almost out of tank tops. Um, we have two sided t-shirts. The two sided t-shirts actually Jen came up with this concept, which is really, really cool. Um, it, is well girls well jen go ahead i'm all about girls gone squatch that's what yes. the two-sided t-shirts say on the back i'm oh, all about girls gone, squatch. girls gone squatch that yes. is amazing so but we're, we're actually running oh. out of those so right now we have the majority of our t-shirts just they say believe and then they have underneath the believe they have uh, she squatchers right under that and they're awesome t-shirts anyway and i i love the tank tops i love the t-shirts i've got i've got a every piece and then also i make i basically make jewelry and i wish i had a piece on right now i went with the um shine bling for you guys tonight so usually i wear my my um bigfoot jewelry but i make bigfoot jewelry so i've got i'm working on a men's line too because i know a lot of men really like wearing a nice necklace you know so there's a lot of women's Whoa. jewelry and i actually came up with the logo or the little uh, what would you call it jen it's a big foot charm okay well i i I worked with a company, local company, and I said, this is what I want. And I sent them a drawing and I said, this is what I want for the charm. They sent me back a couple of different, um, what a couple of different drawings that they had. And I said, this is the one I want. So I worked with them. So no one else can get this charm. This is specifically purchased from us. So that's the cool part about it. I have no signature piece. And I think that I want a she squatcher designed for me. My cool. signature piece of jewelry. There we go. Uh, cool. Tammy, you yeah, just joined one. the call. Yay. So Tammy's oh, here. Tammy. Yay. Tammy, so good to see you. Um, uh, well, let me ask you before Tammy comes on in, because we have to get to her immediately because we've left her out the entire show. But um, <laughs> you happen to have She Squatcher's uh, tube tops. I'm very partial to tube tops. Tube tops? <laughs> no. But I hear, I see that a lot of girls are wearing them now. Mostly girls, not a lot of women. But women, let's get it going, girl. Those things hang out. There we go. I grew up. I love tube tops. I mean, I grew up. You know, I just don't know 80. if I can wear a tube top anymore. Ron, yeah. Ron, I, I don't know. I don't know whether to give you fifty bucks to put on a tube top or just to just lock you up at this point. You know, we, maybe we could come up with like a special tube top just for you, Rob. I would appreciate that, Tammy. We were just talking about the marketability of she squatcher tube tops. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, we'll get back to merch in a second, but if we can get to the aura side of the thing, and if you can, you know, follow up with that, that, that'd be great, because I want to know if you actually, if, if it's pitch black, and you can actually see the aura. Well, you know, when we were um, in the mountains somewhere in an undisclosed location, <laughs> Uh, we actually got Bigfoot on a FLIR camera, and I have to say that, you know, while it wasn't foremost in my mind at the time, there was a white, a clear white energy around it um, that, thinking back on it, thinking on the video, too, that I could see, 
Um, I wasn't looking for that specifically when we were in the moment right. because I was just so excited to catch Bigfoot on a flare camera that I wasn't thinking about auras at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, it's it's one thing to hear about this stuff when people talk about it and they talk about Bigfoot and Sasquatch and whatever. And you go on a, a, a squatch and, you know, but when you make that contact, all bets go out the door, you know. Oh, yeah. it, it, I didn't know how I would react if I ever came across Sasquatch, Bigfoot. Um, I don't think any of us really do until we're in that moment. But, you know, I was just so excited. I just wanted to catch it on video. And it never entered my mind to run away or to be scared. I just wanted to get the video footage. So I was really proud of myself in that moment because you never know what's going to happen or how you'll react. At, and at Tammy... All. Literally, when we got there, Tammy, boom, got out of that door. She knew exactly where to look. It was like her intuition took over. And I was like, wow, Tammy. Actually, Jenna, I remote viewed it from the car. Yeah, but. And said that way. But (laughs) she got out of that car and boom, she went right to it. I mean, that was pretty quick. I mean, you know. It was so exciting. You know what I love? I love the fact that you probably all, whether you know it or not, energy-wise work off of each other. And all the time like like and you know sometimes when you go on investigation you have more than one or two psychics involved it can be a really big conflict mm-hmm. i mean a really big conflict and but a lot a lot of times that happens but i think with like-minded individuals um all going for the same thing you are pulling energy from each person even the ones that aren't i guess gifted in that ability you you know everybody's able to draw from it so i love the fact that you guys do this when you're going in the field Oh, thank you. I think that when gifted people are together and, and they're, I, I, I consider us to be soul connected, um, us three girls, and uh, when we're very connected to each other. And I think when we're, when you get these gifted people together and working towards the same goal in a harmony situation, I, I think that there's a power in that that just exceeds, uh, exceeds other situations and so i always say this is my power team we we definitely have a powerful team right now yeah i mean you you it's amazing the one thing that we've ever done when we've been on investigation whenever we've brought in a female into this into the the investigation we're always very cautious because some of them even though they say they're investigators and first and foremost so you know our psychic reads everybody that before they go and she is the end all be all. If she says don't bring them, they're not coming. It doesn't matter. Um, it's for the safety of everybody. But even when people come and you're watching people that may be a little bit like, well, this one's a little shaky, so keep an eye on them. I'm always nervous. And this is not a man or female thing or, or sex thing. It's just that um, animals react differently when a female is present than when a male's present. Um, and it could get very, very dangerous at times so do you you know being ladies going to the woods how do do you think the reaction is different from a sasquatch or bigfoot at that point because you are all women and are we dealing with an animal yeah, I, again yeah, okay. what, what are you what are you getting what what is your reaction what are you sensing that what we call bigfoot actually is what i have encountered in in the state of minnesota in, in several different locations, I'm, I'm getting as a very highly intelligent, uh, very spiritually advanced creature um, that I think knows a lot more than we do about a lot of things. <laughs> That's what I feel about that. 
the and this is not the Native American approach, right? Right. I mean, we're talking about First Nations and Native Americans. I am part we, Native American. Oh. Yeah. There you go. So this is perfect. Um, so you see the, 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 the creature that we call Bigfoot nowadays, um, that would have been a spiritual animal to them, a spiritual being, not necessarily an animal. Uh, no, actually, Bigfoot is considered to be a solid, solid as you and me, but is also a spiritual, has very spiritual abilities. So okay. uh, highly advanced, maybe you would call them psychic spiritual abilities. Um but they, the, the native tribes up in the north here, like the Ojibwe, the Cree, the Dakota Sioux, uh, all believe that Bigfoot is a physical creature, flesh and blood, just like you and me. However, they believe that Bigfoot can move through dimensions at will, um, through st- spiritual will, can move um, in and out of, of sol- sol- solidarity here. Okay, okay. So, um, they also believe that Bigfoot can move through portals instantaneously from one place to another. So, and that's been a long time belief through the native people. So I don't just believe everything that it's told to me. I have to have some evidence of these things showing up to me. And, and we have seen some evidence coming in that, that, that could be true. Um, but when we were being surrounded by uh, the creature that we could hear coming towards us, and then all of a sudden there was more of them and coming from every direction. Uh, one of my teammates got scared. Well, more than one got scared. And, <laughs> and said, Jen, can you do your tobacco thing? Because we were on an Indian reservation at the time. And I do speak some Ojibwe. And so I took my tobacco out and I did an, an Ojibwe prayer. I called out to the little people. And I called out to Bigfoot. And I said, thank you. You know, in the language, I said, miigwech kichisabe. And as soon as I said that, everything just stopped. There was no retreating. There was nothing. So, I mean, it, it obviously reacted to that. So, um, I have no choice, but to believe that it, it respected that prayer uh, and me acknowledging thank giving thanks that it, it was interacting with us in such a way. Um, now the creature that we filmed down in we did a Bigfoot expedition for the Tennessee Bigfoot conference and the girls took out a bunch of people during the day with Matthew Dell from Micro. And, um, that night we, we went out by ourselves with Matt, uh, because we didn't want to take people out in the dark. That's just kind of dangerous to have people stumbling around on the top of a mountain in the dark. Uh, we don't want to be responsible for other people. So, um, we went out at night and we did some remote viewing and then picked some locations there. And, and uh, that's when we got that, that Bigfoot on the FLIR camera that Tammy was talking about earlier. Now, when I tried to sense that creature, I didn't get a highly spiritually advanced sensation from it. Um, I really didn't. I, I felt that this is more a flesh and blood creature that was doing its own thing, didn't really care that we were there. It was just digging in the ground. And I'm curious to ask Tammy, what did you sense from it? Can't hear you. <laughs> oh, no. Can't hear Tammy. Sorry, Tammy. Oh, no, no, Tammy. Well, while she tries to get that working, and Tammy, let us know when you can get that working. I'll tell you what I felt from it. I really sorry, did feel. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Look, people, it's Skype. It's all I can tell you. It's Skype that's the problem. You know what? Yeah. Tammy's just beautiful. Just look at her. That's all you I need. know. <laughs> She's our hottie potato. 
<laughs> no, but seriously, this didn't seem like Jen was saying. This didn't seem like I. I didn't get that same excitement. Excitement, but I was excited. But this just seemed like a lower energy creature, almost like it wasn't. Almost like it was more of a primate versus Bigfoot. That's kind of how I felt. It was more. It was less intellectual. I felt like this was more. Um, I don't know. How would you explain it, Jen? I, I didn't feel like it was on the same level as what we had encountered before in, in yeah. Minnesota. It was definitely feeling more like a primate um, and, and less advanced. So, you know, I, I find that interesting and I can't wait to have more encounters in different places in the country and see, you know, is this something that is continually representing itself uh, as something that's more or less? Now, I know that you were asking about elementals and other types of paranormal entities. I'm sure you're wondering if we've ever reached any goblins. <laughs> the goblin goblins or fairies. You talked about the, uh, the, the little folk. Tell us, have you ever come across any what we would call fairy creatures? Uh, yes. And, you know, I, I did a lot of uh, learning from a native elder who was, uh, he was the leader of the Medeoin of my tribe. He was the medicine, basically the Grand Medicine Society. He was their leader. Uh, and, you know, I would go to his, he would have these outdoor classrooms and we'd have these wellness day events where even Penn State would bring a bunch of students all the way to Minnesota for this every year. And so one particular year we were out there in the outdoor classroom and I'm listening to him teach about probably the, the the four directions of the medicine wheel again. And there's so much to learn about that. When I, I noticed over to my left at the base of this tree, it looked like someone had carved these five little cute faces in there, you know, bigger than a softball sized faces. And they were all just, you know, just looking overjoyed, uh, little excited little faces. And I thought, wow, I wonder who did that. That's just bizarre. I never noticed that before. It just seems odd that somebody would carve that into the base of this living tree. And so I just kept looking at it because something just seemed super odd about this to me. So as soon as we took a break, I walked straight over to my elder and I pointed at it and I said, can you tell me what you see right there at the base of that tree? And he said, oh, those are the little people. They're here to help me today. And I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> what? Yep. And, and he, I, I love it. I love it. I'm going to just... Oh, go ahead. I, no, I didn't mean to. You know, it's it's really funny how the wood woodland elementals and, and the the elemental creatures that are, are really really small, they're there all the time, and you, no one's aware of it. You're, you're not really aware of it until you're you know in a situation where you are, Jen. But um, they're always watching, and they can help you, and then they can also hurt you in in many ways. But continue on. So you know, when I asked him to explain this further to me, because I. I he said, they won't be there later. They're just standing next to the tree and they're blending their energy with the tree. So they look like part of the tree. But when they leave later, the tree will look normal again. And I was like, okay. And he was right. The, later on, I looked at the tree again and they were gone. They're, they weren't wow. there anymore. And yeah. every time I go out there, I'm always scanning the, the bases of the trees, looking for them uh, to, to be there again. But, you know, he said that the reason why he, he built his, his medicine lodge there uh, in the outdoor classroom right there was because the little people were there and they were very helpful. He called them the river people. Uh, he said there used to be a, a, like a creek bed uh, that ran through there that had dried up, but they were still there. And uh, he said they were they were very helpful and that that's who helped him do the healings and work with people there. 
and and so it's very very interesting stuff and and on a, on a related note a different native man came to me one day and told me how i could hide standing next to a tree by blending my energy with the tree uh and so it was interesting that i was getting this information coming at me from different different directions uh and very very interesting stuff I totally do believe in the little people because of the different things that I've experienced and seen uh, through my through being on my reservation and 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 doing native ceremonies. Um, I've had some interaction with uh, what what some might call elementals. They, it looks like a, a a glowing ball of fire in the water that can fly out of the water into the air too. Um, I know that they're reported, uh, they're one of the number one reported UFOs, the classic orange orb UFOs, uh, to move on. And, uh, they were also known as the Foo Fighters in World War II when the, when right. the fight, when the fighter pilots were seeing this interacting with them in the air, doing things and moving in turns that, that they couldn't possibly do. Um, and, and being so fast. And I was, I was actually seeing on ancient aliens one night that, uh, that they were also, they also flew over the nuclear power or the nuclear weapon sites and turned everything off. <laughs> I mean, yep. that's fantastic. Well, I, there, I may have interacted with those I'm two. Gonna, I'm going to give a suggestion to Tammy, if you can hear me, um, try taking the video off and then turning it back on again. If you haven't done it already, it may initiate the, um, uh, the audio, or just try it with the, without the video for a second. See if the auto kicks in, and then we'll hopefully get you back on so you can join. Um, Kevin, I have so many questions for you. Yes, we have a ton of questions. Um, I love the, I love the elementals, and and in your experience out there in the field, when you when you have um, a Sasquatch event or you're you're meeting with Sasquatch, do you have any type of UFO connection? Have you ever had a UFO or or the feeling of something like that in the area at the same time we've we've had uh we've had instances we have a youtube video on our youtube channel where we were investigating uh, a sighting where somebody had reported seeing a bigfoot walking from one clump of trees to the next clump of trees in the middle of a marshy bog and we couldn't get permission from the landover owner to go on there because he said you know you could fall through the bog and drown it's very dangerous you cannot go out there and so we had to figure out how to investigate this from afar. Jenna has this, the best equipment ever, I'm just going to say. And <laughs> so we went out there late at night one night when there would be nobody else on the road and we parked the car and uh, we used Jenna's unocular device, which can see really far away in the dark. And she was looking through that and, and through with my naked eye, I started seeing these lights coming out of the trees. And I'm like, can you see that in, in, the, in the inocular? And she sure enough did. And so we uploaded that to our YouTube channel, it's like strange lights. I think I called it strange lights or something like that on the in a YouTube video. But you know, it was very very interesting because uh, right after, I don't I don't know if we had shut off the camera at that point. We just shut off the camera, and all of a sudden the lights in the car came on off on off on off, and you know, the car had been off for a long time and that hadn't happened before. And I'm like, okay, I think it's time to leave now. <laughs> that, was, that was our sign. <laughs> yeah. The keys were literally in Jen's hand and I'm sitting there thinking, why did she do that? That's so weird. You know? And then all of a sudden she goes, wasn't that weird? And I was like, 
Jen, you didn't do that? She goes, no. And now at this point, we did not have any visual equipment on, but I have this watch that I got off of Amazon, I think, and it is an audio watch. It's kind of like a ghost watch where you're supposed to be able to turn it on. Well, I use it whenever we go out because some of our equipment doesn't have an audio to it. So we kind of line it up with the audio and the video so we have that audio left. So we actually have that on our audio of us seeing this and we have it all so it's kind of exciting even just to listen to it but there was no noise because i mean i've listened to this thing a few times and there was no noise that went along with the lights it was just or was there was there a click well but the, the, the lights clicked on and off they made a noise but oh. i mean it was just the weirdest thing and the, it, it it was a weird thing i i just don't know how to describe it but to me it felt very strongly okay it's time to go <laughs> <laughs> but in all in no, all no. honesty, I really do think that there is a huge possibility that extraterrestrial, um, spiritual, and Bigfoot have a lot to do with it, and that's one of the things that we're we're looking into, you know, with this all female experience because it's not just Bigfoot. There's so many different things. We've literally had all of our equipment, and we had a lot of equipment, including our cell phones, cameras, video cam. I mean, we had a lot of equipment. Everything went completely dead, including the flashlights. Oh, yeah. Jen, tell them about that story. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we were. We found this really big Denlake stick structure, which was actually the, the Bigfoot evidence we could collect on the remote view. It was a Denlake stick structure. It was humongous. Uh, and Jenna went inside it. I sent you a picture of that earlier. Jenna, hashtag Jenna goes inside. That's a that's always a fun story <laughs> for people who <laughs> for people yeah. who come to our presentations when we're speaking at an sounds event. So, that's a whole story. Sounds so dirty. <laughs> sounds so dirty, Jen. <laughs> Jenna goes inside. Jenna goes inside of everything that we find, and it doesn't matter if something's throwing rocks at us. She still wants to go in there. Uh, and she's, she's, I always say she's my fearless one, but now that we have Tammy, they're kind of fighting it out to be the fearless one, uh, uh which I think is kind of funny. Uh <laughs> There's no prize, but yeah, there is definitely no prize. And, and, uh, I, I feel so bad right now with Tammy with the, with the Skype and I apologize. I know, um, I, I still want to have you, this is why we're going to have you back on. And we're going to do a different way, and hopefully we'll just not have these these problems. Um, but do you ever in your encounters while you're investigating um, Bigfoot ever come across what they call, now talk to as the dogman or, uh, um, you know, the bipedal werewolf? We have not encountered the dogman, which I'm kind of thankful for right now because oh, yeah. the dogman's a little bit more aggressive. Um but I did take some awesome pictures of me with Dogman at CryptidCon. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. That's right, that's, that's right. That's always yeah. good to have those photos. Yeah, they had, no, they had the, the, the big stuffed uh, life-size versions of Bigfoot and a Dogman. So I got some really cool photos of that. But I, I truly don't really want to encounter a Dogman at this point. I think Bigfoot is is what we're looking for unless dogman is a, is a is a nice creature uh but we haven't no, we haven't encountered him yet. right i mean there usually yeah. is a correlation if there's bigfoot in the area it's kind of like there there should be dogmen in that area as well they do seem to stay on their side of the river um each one but i agree with you i i have i mean i've encountered this 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 cryptid and um it's not something i definitely want to do ever again 
I've been asked by many people, uh, especially my favorite over at Dogman Encounters and uh, and Big Bigfoot Eyewitness, uh, Vic Cundiff, and he always asks the question, like, "What would you rather see?" And I'm like, "I'd rather I'll take my chance with a Bigfoot any day versus yeah. a Dogman." Oh yeah, we've heard it. We've heard so many people explain how emotionally draining and scary and just like life altering these sightings are for people you know so i yeah i definitely pick bigfoot well i mean like don't get me wrong you know you can come up against the bigfoot that's in rut or something like that he's he's going through his you know i'm a teenager type of phase and i'm i want uh, you know whatever and you just don't want to meet with that one either um, that could be bad, but in general, I love the fact that you're you're getting. I'm just loving the video with Tammy, and I apologize, Tammy. But I love the fact that when you're encountering them, and and you you know you're sensing their uh, intellect. I always thought they were intellectual. I love the fact you mentioned portals and dimensions because initially, I don't know what your take was when you started investigating this or started watching you know the programs. What got you interested? But I never. Th I always thought Pacific Northwest. These things. You know, they're just regular creatures. I never thought of it going into a portal, into dimensions to travel fast, to disappear fast. And another thing, have you ever had any telepathic experiences with these creatures? Well, I, other than the fact of identifying that one would be aggressive and I shouldn't go near that one. I mean, that I don't know if you want to call that into telepathic, but... But I, I definitely felt this one is aggressive, and I saw its territory and uh, its face. I could see its face and that it was not a very friendly camper. Um, <laughs> um, but the the other the other the other ones, I I, I I I could feel like when we have rocks thrown near us, it's never they're never trying to hit us with the rocks. They're always falling near us. Uh, and it, to me, when I open my awareness to see what does that mean, I think it's very clear that they're saying, we don't want you to walk this way. Right. <laughs> no, it, it, that's their way of chewing you off, saying, it, just stop, don't come any closer. And it right. could be for um, a family-related type of thing, like stay away from the, I got a family here, and, and you know, um, they seem to be more polite when it comes to their ways of trying to get you away from the area have you ever experienced some of the infrasound or uh, a lot of people do have an unnerved feeling when they come across the bigfoot and sasquatch like they you're, are using infrasound i'm i'm gonna from my experience they are using infrasound i have not experienced infrasound in a bigfoot situation have experienced something like that in a haunting situation uh where we were doing a, a very large investigation uh, with a lot of people, and uh, the biggest guy who was there, the biggest investigator who was there, started yelling for help from the next room, and I went running in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I gotta laugh. He's standing in the, I mean, it was really scary for him. Oh, yeah. He's standing in the middle of the room, and he's being attacked by something, and I could literally feel it. I could also hear the energy of it. It was a very low rumble. I don't, I guess other people couldn't hear it, but to me, it was very, very loud. I put my hand on his back, and I pushed a bunch of, of very a strong energy into him, and uh, all of a sudden, he could move, but standing there with him for that moment, it felt like the energy or the gravity had increased, like we were getting sucked to the floor. And he felt like he couldn't move. 
Um, and it was this low sounding rumble and it was this very dark energy feeling all through my body. Now, as soon as I got it off of him, you could see it lighting up his K2 meter. It was completely red. And I instinctively, without even thinking, reached for it (laughs) 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 to to do more energy to that. And it backed up to the, and it started lighting up the next K2 meter, but it it kept backing away from me when I kept trying to, to give energy to it. Uh, so I've definitely experienced something that seemed more like infrasound to me, um, because that seemed, I mean, he was terrified. He couldn't move. He felt like he was being pushed down. Uh, what I experienced was this low rumble, uh, sound, this vibration in my body. And I felt like an increase in gravity. Right. It, it's very interesting. Um, <laughs> Tammy just says Bigfoot doesn't want me to tell him my stories. Um, I think it does. It's it's Skype, and we, we're going to yell at Microsoft at this point uh, because of that. But um, it, it's very if interesting. It's any, if it's any consolation, you look absolutely uh, bewitching, though, Tammy. Yes. And you, She's you a hottie. Do. You do. Um, on top of that, what I, I mean, we've been investigations where you oh, it's always the really big, strong person, the guy or whatever, that just starts weeping like a baby. And it's and it's kind of interesting because we, you know, when you're going out with friends, you kind of can make fun of them thereafter. Um, like, oh, you're a big tough guy in the bar, but you bring him into a haunted house and look who's crying. Um, but it's it's everybody's different, and this is why when you ladies go out in investigation, if we if we went like if you took two teams, you, you the she she squatchers and then uh, club man or whatever it is out there, um, it'd be a totally different experience, and I, I'm sure the aggressiveness would be going towards the men versus the ladies. Um, so I love what you're doing. Is there an area or a location that you haven't gone to yet that you would like to do the squatch? Everywhere. I, I, would, I, would, I would suggest Western Pennsylvania. Yes, Western Pennsylvania coming um, May 30th to June 2nd. You should be coming because we're going to be Ron and I are going to actually be running a night a night uh, squatch, and then oh, on top God. of that, if it, if it goes all well, I'm going to knock on wood. We're going to do a CE5 there too, um, which is the closing counter of the fifth kind, where you try to actively get uh, craft in or aliens or some kind of interaction. So oh, it, should, it should be interesting so and fun. fun. Um, and I want to do that. No one will get abducted. Um, or maybe Ron will. And then, Ron, you'll be deposited next to a phone booth in a tube top. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to get you that tube top, baby. Um, okay, what were the dates on that again? I'm just That's, curious. Uh, Ron, May 30th to June 2nd. I will. It's actually the 31st, oh. 1st, and 2nd. That's at uh, Benner's, Benner's Run Campground in um, Fayetteville. Oh, I got. <laughs> I want you to come as well too, um, as you're staying at the La Quinta. La Quinta. Um, so um, I want to let you guys know though what's interesting about Fayetteville, um, Pennsylvania, is that the name actually means little fairy, and there's been activity there for such a number of years that it's a hot spot for Bigfoot sightings, for UFO sightings, dogman sightings. But I'm thinking those gosh darn wee folk are behind all this. See, as an investigator, that's my little claim to fame. I'm a big fan of the of the um, understanding that there might this might be elementals. You too, Tammy. Is that right? You're on board with me on this, correct? Okay. Well, then I think that we're going to change the 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 landscape of the way people investigate these things. Yes. I actually used to live in York, Pennsylvania about, oh boy, about 14 years ago. I had lived there for about a year. I loved Pennsylvania. Great place. Wow. So that was a good place to spend your teenage years then. Is that correct? 
teenage years. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> my teenage years. <laughs> so, so um, did, what did you do when you were in Pennsylvania? What were you doing there? Why did you go there? Um, well, I was living in Texas at the moment, met a guy oh, fell in puppy love, and yes, three yes, weeks later, yes. I'd moved there with him. You know, you're dumb and stupid, and you got to try for love. So, yes, yeah, no, no. I, I, I lived there. Yeah, nobody has ever moved more than two blocks to be around me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I don't understand these people that, like, move cross-country to be with some guy. I've never experienced that in my life. Well, here's the thing. You know what? There's only one life you've got. Well, actually, no, you may have more if you happen <laughs> you to die and come too. back. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, which I have done. This is actually my second time around. And I can tell you this time, I've gotten rid of a lot of the fear that I used to drag around with me. So, because um, I had a, a near-death experience. So, um, I am very happy to be here. And that's part of the reason why I actually <laughs> accepted to be on this team or actually begged Jen to be on this team. Because, <laughs> you know, that fear wasn't there anymore. I wasn't worried. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know if I should tell anybody I'm on a Bigfoot team. But you know what? It's really cool. It's not, you know, I think I, it's awesome. I think I it's really know. cool. And Tammy, you're working on year, uh, five, five reincarnations so far? Tammy, you came up to five. You know what? It, it's It's interesting. I always get the... Like, stop, don't talk about what you do. Like, don't talk about the UFOs. And I, I usually get it. And, you know, if I'm at a a, conve you know, a party, a barbecue, where my cousin's thrown it. He works for the airlines. And there are all these pilots there. And you're asking me not to ask these people if they've ever oh, seen yeah. a UFO. I'm like, yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. So I'm very – I don't do it. And, and it usually – you'll get these guys walking. Oh, no, 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 I, I never. And then about 15, 20 minutes later, they're coming up. Well, you know, there was this one time. And then once yeah. someone knows that you do this – you just, it's like, I feel like we're at a confessional, you know, people just coming up, you know, bless me, Brian, for, uh, I have seen three UFOs while flying. <laughs> uh -huh. It's, it's yeah. always fun, but yeah, you know what? Moving for love, Ron, that's a good idea. That's right. Well, well two of my children are finally admitting, um, that I'm their dad. So that, that's, a <laughs> part, that's, uh, that's a great thing. And, uh, oh, uh, just to leave this out here, I'm, I am divorced. Wink, wink. So ladies, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, but, uh. I, uh, I I still am, am intrigued, though, about the way that this all plans out. And the only way that we're going to be able to get really to the truth behind this, Brian, is to be along on an investigation. And I'm going to try to make this happen. Yes, I think that, that would, would be, be a great idea. I mean, you know, it should be nice to come from your neck of the woods, North Dakota, uh, uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, no, Texas. No, no, no. Head on out you. this way. You know, stop by. The mountain mo monster guys are going to be there. Um, that could be interesting. We could do, oh, that would be great, a pay-per-view event. Who would win, the she-squatches or the mountain men? <laughs> we got to take the guns away from those guys and, and yes. I don't, you know, just take the guns I gotta away. I got to start lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll no. get a bolt. <laughs> it's, it, it's yeah, but if you guys can make stuff. that happen, yeah, I mean, we we can actually actually uh, get you in touch with the people uh, that uh, we're going to be there. I think that you would be a fantastic draw, though. I really do. I think yep. that you would have a, a blast. Uh, Ken Gearhart's going to be there. Uh, Cliff and Bobo from Finding Bigfoot. Jeff Meldrum's going to be there. And um, that's so in May. That's going to be the end of May, the last day of May. <sighs> And then, yes, yes. And, of course, Ron Murphy and Brian Bowden is going to be there. Yes, B oh, Butch Wachowski, you, you name it, they're going to be there. Uh, Stacey uh, Brown. Rosemary Alley will be there. Yeah, it's going to be a great a great wow. little event. Um, come on down. I'm dragging my family there. Everybody's oh camping? Well, no, no, no. No, I, no, no. I don't camp. 
Uh, I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. I've been I told by three people, no. I don't no, camp. Yeah. Camping is fun if you're, you know, if you don't have kids around and you can just do it the right way. Um, yeah. But we're in Bigfoot I, country. I don't think I really want to be separated, you know, between us. God. Yeah. Thin sheet of nylon. I've never, I've never had fun camping in my entire life. What's wrong? What happened? I, <laughs> I, I do have, look, guys, it's like this. I love the idea of things that go bump in the night. And I like to visit them every now and then. But no way do I want to sleep in their backyard. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Also, I, I like to have electricity, uh, a shower, and television. Well, you know, camping isn't like you're going to be a Jen's like thumbs up. But, you know, honestly, <laughs> when you're out when you're out camping, it doesn't mean you're going to be camping and not showering for days and days. And there could be a lake right there that you could take a shower in, not like you wouldn't have soap with you, you know. So, I mean, heck, there's always a will. There's a will. There's a way. And there's always a good time out in that camp. I mean, you're waking up to great, beautiful nature sounds. And you're going to bed with those beautiful nature sounds. And you're... And the smell you, of sweaty Jenna next to <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so good. <laughs> you know, think so good. Come on, baby, now. <laughs> That's pretty funny because the only thing we get to do camping here in New York City is uh, apartments because if you're out on the street, oh. it's called being homeless. Um, and oh, I've man. seen those guys. And let me tell you something. Come the summer, you know it's summer because the urine smell is just right. Um, yeah, it's really I've been to bad. New York. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't like being here either. Uh, born yeah. and raised, got to get out. But um, definitely would love, you know, I would do the camping thing. It's just my, my, my missus said no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, and, and if we have to get up and do like an interview or something, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to camp the night before. If we've got an event, oh, yeah. I'm definitely not wanting to camp the night before because you know what you'd see? A lot of yuck. So, <laughs> That's right. you know what I yeah. mean? It takes me a long time to get camera ready, if you know what I'm I talking about. I thought you know? so. You look really good. Well, I appreciate that. Um, also, you guys need to have a hat. Do you know that if you're out looking for Bigfoot, you it's mandatory that you have to have a hat? Is it a cowboy Why type of hat? <laughs> yeah, it has to be like an Indiana Jones hat. Oh. We don't have hats. Well, we have we winter do. hats. We have winter hats. Okay, winter yeah. hats are acceptable. They're completely acceptable. Although, um, and I wanted to mention, we are trying to get our hands on or maybe think about creating yes. uh, fanny packs. She squats your fanny packs. We're getting uh, fanny packs back. Mm, I, mm, I, mm. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm there as well, too. Um, so let, let me ask you before we get off, because we have a precious few minutes to be with you ladies. Yep. Um, what is your schedule um, looking like for the next couple months? Where are you going to be? Where can we see you? How can we get your autographs? Well, I don't think we have any events scheduled until the end of June. Uh, I think at the end of June, we're supposed to be at the ECBRO, ECBRO Virginia Bigfoot Conference. Then we're coming back and immediately going to Bigfoot Days Festival in Reamer, Minnesota, the home of Bigfoot. And uh, we speak we speak at both of those events. Uh, then the beginning of August, we're, for the third year in the row, we've been asked to come and speak at the Kansas City Paragon. Uh, so we'll be there. Ladies, yeah. ladies, I will be there at the Kansas City Paracon. You're Yay! going? There we I go. I'm going to be there. Yay. Nice. Sweet. How about that? Okay, but what the name of the one in Minnesota, what's going on in Minnesota? What is it called? Bigfoot Days Festival, and it's in well, Reamer, Minnesota. Brian, why don't we know about this? What day is that? 
It's always the weekend after the 4th of July. So there we go. we got to look up the weekend after the 4th of July for Big Big Bigfoot, Minnesota. And let me tell you, this is an yeah. awesome place, and it's not overpacked. I mean, it's a really good time. That's all I'm going to say. Cool. I'm going to try my level-headed best to be out there for Bigfoot Days in Reamer, Minnesota. Yes. What part of the state are we talking about? Middle. Middle. How far are you from the place where the uh, rune stone was found? The rune stone. Oh, we're can, we're about an hour and a half from there. That's not far that's at all. That's not not far at all. Definitely, we can because we can make a big I trip could, out of this. I could kill two proverbial st- uh, birds with one stone on this case. <laughs> you're you're interested in the Kensington rune stone? I take it. I, oh, yes. You know what? I have this great uh, this great fascination with Vikings as well, and the possibility of them, you know, feeding into a lot of the 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 uh, myths and legends that the Native Americans have. Yes. So yeah, this would be great, ladies. Would you be interested in going on that adventure? Yes. Oh, I am interested uh, in that for sure. Oh yeah, financially, okay. if we can make it happen, we will make it happen. But You're I mean, we've got a happen. lot of making. We've got a lot of trying to make it happen this year. So we're doing yeah. one to two of one to two events per month this year, and uh, it, it gets you know, expensive. It, it really does. It does. Well, it doesn't get that expensive. It costs nothing for you and I and Brian to go out in the woods looking for fairies. It costs zero <laughs> money to do it. Well, it's you know, all what? about the cost of getting there. That's the hard part. We would travel twenty four. They're coming 7. to Minnesota, Jenna. Exactly, we're coming. <laughs> oh, to yeah. Too. Yes, oh, we're backyard. <laughs> we yeah. will live off the land. Don't you grow like? <laughs> don't you grow like blueberries up there or something? What's your claim we do. to fame up there? Mushrooms. Right. I think we've got some mushrooms, right, Jen? That's right. Oh, you, <laughs> you know, on the plus Tammy, side, you bring the wine, you bring the wine. Uh, Jen, you supply the shrooms. And then, you know, <laughs> this is becoming <laughs> a really weird big for camping event. Um, well, we're, if that was the case, we'd definitely find something out there, even if it wasn't really seeing <laughs> it. Yes, and, and for oh goodness sake, why doesn't it appear on our film? We can't explain it. Right? We'd all be going, wow, look at that. <laughs> I swear to God, there was a meadow, and there were I've, Bigfoot in the meadow dancing the, you know. <laughs> I've oh never had shrooms like that before. I don't that's right. That. <laughs> Dude, I saw a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, right. Now we're lurking. We're searching for unicorns now man oh my goodness i would have so much fun with you guys out in the field i don't think that we would get any work done but it would be awesome on video it would be that great. would be a lot of fun just keep rolling yes. the cameras people we're yes. gonna, we're gonna take a couple more stems and we'll just keep yeah. rolling the cameras i, I <laughs> yeah. wasn't so quiet because i really want to hear what she has to say She's amazing, you guys. She's absolutely I'm amazing. You, I promise, Tammy, the next time, and it's going to be sooner than, than later, uh, we'll the do this. The voice of an angel she yes. has. We'll she do does. this live, and, and we'll figure out another way of getting it done, um, and we'll lead with you. <laughs> hey, she Squatchers, you have now become my most favorite guest I've ever had on the show. Woo! We did it. We did it. They like us. They like us. <laughs> That's right. I we knew it would be great. To- that's Aww, right. <laughs> We're going to put your name up on our uh, big uh, chart of guests that we have, and it's going to go clear to the very tippy top. Ooh, Aww. thank you. Thanks. I was listening to a couple of your shows today. 
Yeah, some oh, of them are a little bit uh, crazy. Um, and well, we uh, one of our really good uh, friends yeah, is yeah. from we Britain. We listened to some of these shows, and which who was our guest? Oh, I can't Andy. remember that. No, my brain. Yeah, Andy from Britain. I love him. I was just texting with him today. Beast He's of Britain, Ron. Beast of Britain, you bloody yes. daft bastard. But that was the, that was our first show that we had back because Brian yep. and I went on a little bit of hiatus. Uh, that was the first show back, and it was like with poor Tammy. We were having terrible problems the yes. whole time through from my side. But wouldn't wasn't he wonderful? I mean, best guys in the world. Yep, he, he is, and so intelligent. He is. He is. Actually, he should come with us as well too. One of oh, just invite him along. Sure, why not? I, I yeah. talked to him. You guys, I already talked to him. He said this year he can't come. He said financially he he was busted this year, so he's not coming to the United States this year. But next year he wants to come and make it happen. Okay. And okay. yeah, what we're gonna do Did is we're gonna mention- do sponsorship a GoFundMe for Andy McGrath to get yeah. his butt over yeah. here. Yeah. Did yes. you and then, Watchers and Inside the Goblin Universe yes. together. That's a one-two punch. You know what? Yeah. And on top yeah. of that, if we get enough money, maybe we could ship all of us over to the UK and go on a visit. <gasps> oh, yes, yes, please. I got to figure be- this out. We got to get this done, Ron. Yeah, could we look for fairies over there? Is that a possibility? Oh, there's fairies I everywhere. Look for <laughs> everything. Hey, I, I actually saw my first gnome, and I got so freaked out that it was real. I thought I saw it. This when Jen, she, um, we happened to find these footprints going up and down this hill, and the rest of the team went, and Jen and I were just waiting there, and they all went to get some supplies. Um, we were sitting there. We both had our cameras going, our video cameras and our night equipment, and I was sitting there staring at something, and it looked like a gnome, and I was just like. Uh, I said, Jen, I said, I, it feels like I really think this looks like a gnome. It's so weird, and he was like this. And, yes. and I was just like, wow. And all of a sudden he went, and I went, oh, my no. gosh. It was so freaky. It Please, freaked me I, out. I, I want to let you know that my newest book coming out, which will be out in a couple months, is entitled On Fairies. And it is about the fairy uh, uh, investigation of the fairy lore throughout history and some anecdotal things that has taken place uh, in my uh, investigations. Brian has worked closely on the book with me. So, you know, maybe you guys, you know, maybe you might get a book in the hand, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yay. there you go. We'll get books for um, them, and then we'll also get them the T-shirts when we finish for the reprinting. Well, yeah, we, need, uh, we need time to make that tube top. So, <laughs> Hey guys, before we sign off, <laughs> we, we've already went about three minutes over, and this is past my bedtime. But I wanted to let you know that I also have um, unbelievable crushes on all three of you. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. I, Thank you. Yeah, and and I will probably be stalking you on Facebook. <laughs> you guys talkers. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Totally well, you kidding. heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, yeah. you've made it when you have your own stalker. Um, that's I know, right. right? <laughs> um, so, wait, wait. Yeah, Yes. Yeah, but, but most of the time, I mean, we, we've had, Brian and I have interviewed probably, I don't know, 100 people so far. Uh, and sometimes it's very, very difficult to get a conversation going. You guys work so well with each other. I could just imagine how the investigations go. And that's really something, you know, you know, with all kidding aside, that's something that I would really like to investigate because Brian and I have worked with other teams before and people have butted heads and there's always somebody oh, yeah. that has a little bit more of bravado to them. You guys seem to work out so well together. Tammy is just so quiet, you know, letting you guys talk. And I really <laughs> would like to see you guys in action. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Tammy's just the uh, eye candy, really. She yeah. <laughs> She's our hottest potty. 
<laughs> I see that tattoo peeking through there every now and then as well, too. So there oh, you yeah. Go. Her yeah, tats but are hot. Yeah, but guys, let's do this again very, very soon. Definitely. Um, See what you can do about getting into the Bigfoot Camping Weekend. If you can't do that, then I will assure you that I will get to see you guys before Kansas City because I definitely want to get out there and uh, investigate with you in the uh, Great White North. Is that technically the Great White North there in Minnesota? Oh, yeah. We're in the Northwoods for sure. All right. Great. Great. Definitely. This would be awesome. Uh, but Brian, you have anything else to say before we say farewell to these three? I just, I, I knew it was going to be a great interview. I knew you ladies were going to be fantastic. I again apologize to Tammy. Not my fault. It's Skype's fault. But I definitely want to hear what you have to say because I'm going to bring the next time we meet. We're doing the aura question first, um, yes. and then we'll have we'll have you just just you know make up for everything. I'll, I'll send you some notes of what took place tonight. Um, so you, just to remind you. But um, I'm thankful for each one of you coming on. It's been fantastic. You guys are so much fun, and I love that we're about a group. You can you can be serious, but also have fun at the same time. Um, absolutely, so absolutely. You're, you're welcome yeah, back anytime. Oh, thank I, you so much for having us on. That's so nice. Yeah, I appreciate you stepping inside the Goblin Universe with Ryan and I tonight, and uh, going down that rabbit hole to see where it leads. But you guys have been absolutely entertaining, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see you guys again. Yep. Definitely uh, our pleasure. So thank you. All right, guys. All right, well, by that said, so we shall sign out, I suppose, until I, next edition of Inside the Goblin Universe. Yep. It's, All right, guys. Good night, fellow goblins. Good night, goblins. Good night, everybody. spirits everywhere, watching, waiting, seeking that opportune time to reveal themselves like no other. They fill our worlds with so much. Seriously? You didn't just do that. You farted on the promo? What's wrong with you? I thought you were professional. Go away. Go. I, I got it. I got it. Hey everybody, it's Brian Bowden, host of Nobo Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. We have an amazing show that covers the paranormal, conspiracies, music, art, entertainment, trending topics, and so much more. Please join us by subscribing to the show on Podbean at InsideTheGoblinUniverse.Podbean.com, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere you find podcasts. It's an informative, fun, and overall entertaining good time, and uh, we'll keep the gas to ourselves. Why don't you burp next time? Someone give me Brian Anderson. Hey everyone, I'm Kat Ward, host of Paranormal Heart, your monthly paranormal podcast. Join me the last Sunday of every month as I speak to people who share their paranormal experiences. You can follow me on Podbean, YouTube, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, and Paranormal Radio. At Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Nodectin Studio. And also check her out on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Nodectin Studios, where you can see updates as well as giveaways when they come available. Go check it out.